Welcome to the Back Pocket, your wildly average podcast. Today is September 25th, and dun 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 dun, the boys from the Back Pocket are back. Deck, how are we? Uh, we're fantastic. Um, you know, great to be here with you all again. Um, an, an unbelievable uh, opportunity we have on this Monday. Uh, I cannot just wait to get after it, but let's go ahead and reflect on uh, probably one of the best weekends here at uh, St. Thomas has ever had. Yeah, in my lifetime, probably. Probably my lifetime, too. Yeah. That was an so, absolute adrenaline rush. Absolutely. So uh, for those who aren't familiar, um, which probably won't be most of you, but we will inform you, uh, Tommy Johnny 2017 uh, was this Saturday at Target Field. Um, absolutely electric atmosphere. We broke the D3 record for uh, most people in attendance at a game. I think the funny thing about oh, that go ahead. Uh, was that the NCAA doesn't like officially keep the uh, like hold records for most attendance. However, we broke it. Nice, <laughs> over thirty-seven thousand. Yeah, thirty-seven thousand three hundred fifty-five. That's incredible. Yeah, out of control. For those of you who aren't who are unfamiliar with St. John's and St. Thomas, uh, St. Thomas, the kids are usually you know city slickers. Yeah. And St. John's is more like farm country. Yeah. I don't really, to be honest, I don't, you know, we're, that, we're from St. Thomas. We're Twin City guys. We're city slickers for sure. Yeah. Um, St. John's is like in St. Cloud. And like we go up there, we have to go up there every once in a while. And uh, it like when you say like there's, when you go somewhere and it's in the middle of nowhere, like St. John's is definitely in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I just don't know what they do for fun out there, to be honest. But yeah, it's a different, it's, different lifestyle. Different lifestyle. Um. But before we get into more of Tommy Johnny, we got to touch on an average quality um, because that's just we're average guys and we continue to portray ourselves as average as possible, and myself included. Yeah, of course. Um, so at the end of the game, um, I had a celebration pose with my hands in the air because I was I saw my family. I didn't know where they were sitting, and then I saw my Matthew, my younger brother pointing at me and I stuck my hands in the air and I was screaming in the air and then this dude with this big camera came flying in real low and took this snapshot of it I was like oh that's gonna be a cool photo I want to see that tomorrow yeah and uh lo and behold that's the uh the cover of the pioneer press sports section is my photo with my hands in the air yeah and uh the best part about it is uh in the caption it says will walker triumphs as uh tommy's beat down the johnny's or something so that's uh, the average quality. Yeah, that they uh, four four years in the program and they uh, misnamed me for uh, a first year freshman. Um, no, Will. Yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing wrong with Will. He just happens to wear the same number as you. Exactly. Um, which is problematic, and in this case, uh, definitely got taken advantage of. Uh, but then this is also isn't the first time this has happened. Not with you per, per se, but other people on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, compl- it's just a you know, it's funny. It's the life of a D three athlete. Yeah, it's. De- <laughs> Absolutely. They just don't care enough to go on to Tommy Sports and say, hey, oh, 36, this one doesn't look like this one, so we're going to go with this one. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of guys, coming from guys who do their research, uh, you know, these journalists, these guys who, you know, are this, they do this as a full-time job, you know, they, they don't do the research. They don't. So, uh, pretty pretty hysterical, though. Um, great moment, though. Awesome picture. Uh, you'll see it on our social media post, uh, and it's just a blast. But anyways, so... You know, top, like we said before, Tommy Johnny was great, uh, you know, for everyone uh, this year. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to go ahead and go through a few things that made it great. Um, so, like, like we want to start with, uh, you know, we're, we're grateful guys here at, at the back pocket. Um, 
you know, we want to go ahead and thank all the fans, the Twins organization, uh, President Sullivan and the athletic department, and, of course, our head coach, Coach Caruso, uh, for getting it uh, done, getting the deal done, yes. and making a dream become reality. And, uh, yeah, just a big thank you to all those guys. It's our fiduciary duty to just let us let everyone know that we're, we're grateful and thankful, yep. um, and especially the marketing interns that showed up for that game because we know that we, uh, we expect a lot out of you. And we, we gave you some requirements, and I think you fulfilled them. Yeah, I think uh, I heard a lot of chants, um, a few back pocket chants. I heard, uh, I, not to brag, my name was chanted a few times. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Andrew, your name was cheered a few times, I would assume, um, from the family and Sarah section, yep. at least. Um, so that's just fantastic. Um, but, you know, just a couple stats. You know, we're not really stats guys here. Not, not numbers um, majors. But when it, when it's about things I really care about, um, which is football and Tommy Johnny, you know, that we have to give a few stats out there for you. Um, so this, this is our senior year. Um, we have we are now 4-1 and one against the Johnnies. 4 in a row. 4 in a row. Ever since sophomore year, 2015, we haven't lost to the Johnnies. Yeah. And we've also won as the home team twice and the away team twice. Right? Yes. Technically? Technically, yes. Yeah. Wearing purple jerseys twice, white jerseys yeah. twice. It's pretty impressive. And uh, Coach Caruso, is he seven and nine? Seven and nine. I have no idea about what is. Or seven of nine. Sorry, seven of nine. Yeah, yeah. seven of the last nine. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, my favorite stat of the day, um, St. John's. Uh, how many rushing yards did they have? Um, I'm not sure how many rushing yards did they have. Uh, uh, they they had one rushing yard. One rushing yard. One I repeat, run. one. The best part in the game, you know, for the fans that don't know, uh, you know, we the football guys, you know, we study we study St. John's every all week, you know, coming into the game, our uh, defensive coordinator, Coach K, uh, you know, prepares us very well and to call out their run plays and know exactly what they're doing come game day, and you know, so we we get to game day and we know outside zone is their is their bread and butter play. And, uh, you know, sometime in the third or fourth quarter, after they had ran it for a negative four-yard gain, uh, Coach K comes over to us and just yells and says, Outside zone is over! Over! And just, oh, just it's done. That, just, it, that was electric. Yeah. That might have been my highlight of the game. Had because be. the joy on his face... When he was telling us it was over, because we know we knew it was over, but he just he needed to tell us, and it was just it was awesome, it was glorious. Yeah, it was so fantastic. Um, you know, I, I have a joke. Um, can permission to say permission? Granted. Okay. Um, so, if the St. Thomas fans were allowed to rush after rush the field after the game, um, uh, we could have said that the UST fans uh, would have had more rushing yards than St. John's had they rushed the field. <laughs> That's good. a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. What, what would you rate that one? I give it a uh, out of ten. Yeah, I give it a uh, seven point two. Okay, thanks. That's yeah. pretty good. I like that. Um, some other quinky dinks out there. Okay, uh, you know St. Thomas's offense was clicking. Yep. That the play that really kickstarted the whole game on the offensive side was Ivy's catch. Oh my goodness! Phenomenal. Easily one of the coolest catches. It was a uh, I think it was a fader out. Yep, fader out on the. On the St. Thomas sideline in the first quarter, and like the right. offense hadn't really done anything up to that point. I mean, they're right, maybe they had a first down, they run the ball pretty well, but it was like a third and 12 or something. And un, like, unbelievable catch in the dirt, by the way, yeah, which right, is, right, right by third base, yeah, right on the third baseline. 
just totally kick-started the whole offense, and that kind of carried out throughout the whole game. Uh, my favorite, um, not play per se, but uh, drives were the in the third quarter. There were three total drives, two by St. Thomas, one by St. John's. St. John's had three plays, and we had like 20-some plays. Mm-hmm. So just being able to control the ball and just absolutely chew up the entire third quarter was fantastic. Probably helped out the fans, too, because you know, it was really hot out there. Um, you know, people probably getting dehydrated, um, and you know we were we were able to at least do them a service. Get them to them the fourth hey, speaking of our fans, they did a fantastic job with uh, word of mouth. Or yes, I heard back pocket chance. I know it was that, fantastic. It was fantastic. I think we already mentioned that. Okay, it's okay though. Um, it's always nice to just reiterate how thankful we are. Yeah, for them. yeah. There's there's no with, there's no shortage of saying thank you ever. Yes. Um, but yeah, absolute just a wildly average success um, on our end from the, from the marketing intern standpoint. Um, another thing, uh, the, the Visitor's Clubhouse. Um, so a little life hack. We we were able to stay in the Visitor's Clubhouse, and St. John's, uh, their locker room was like a, a first base alley lane or something. It wasn't even... I don't know. I, didn't, I never saw it. Did you ever yeah, see no, it? Yeah, no. I just heard it was bad. I heard it was bad. We yeah. got the Visitor's Clubhouse, and you know... You think all oh, a visitors club has like it's not special. However, you're in a professional stadium, so it's obviously wicked nice. But not only is it nice, but the legacy reps that have used those lockers. Oh my gosh, it's, it's freaking unbelievable, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, allegedly speaking, uh, you know, I got I got my own uh, visitors locker, and allegedly uh, Charlie Blackman, it was that was his locker when he came and played the Twins. Allegedly, I had my own locker too. Okay, and allegedly, I heard. That Aaron Judge and Andrew McCutcheon used that same locker. That's crazy. I also heard Manny Ramirez was also. I had Manny Ramirez's locker. Wow. Yeah, and I heard uh, Steve, friend of the program, he had Albert Pujols's allegedly. Allegedly. So, mm-hmm. lot kind of cool stuff. Um, you know, a little s- subtle brag on our end. Just a lot of cool uh, legacy reps there. Um, the the bathrooms were nice, very nice. Um, they had a, they had some weight rooms. Uh, you know, just seem really organized and clean. So. Yes, much better than when you go to any other place. <clears throat> yeah, because usually you're in the women's locker room, and it's just small and cramped. And yeah, and hot and hot. Yeah, so so that was awesome. Big time money edge. And then finally, you know, um, our families were in town, of course, and that that presents great life hack opportunities. Again. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So we're you know we're full of quinky dinks. We're full of life hacks, um, and you know sometimes it gets overwhelming when. Like, everyone's family family is coming to town for the big game, obviously. <clears throat> and then after the game or, <clears throat> you know, wherever, you have to deal, you know, you, you have to, you're going to have to meet these people eventually. And, you know, it's not a big deal if you know them already. You, meet, you see them every week or once a week and, you know, you go through the, the rigmarole with all that. But then, you know, sometimes then it gets into extended families and things get a little dicey because you have no idea who they are. They just want to ask you a couple questions. You got to feel them, you know. So I guess the life hack, life hack uh, would our life hack for you would be to just kind of go through your mental checklist of things that you need to say uh, for people to know you. Mm-hmm. So like, hi, my name's Declan. I'm the oldest of five. Um, I'm from Denver. I play outside linebacker, and I'm really good friends with Andrew and Sarah. And then hopefully you're in the, in, in the yeah, area. Yeah, and then I'd be like, hi, my name is Andrew and Sarah. I'm five foot ten, 181 pounds, yeah. from Chicago. 
middle of three boys, yep. and, I, and I have a podcast. Yeah, and you have a podcast. You always yeah. got to plug the podcast because, you know, they're always looking for, there's going to be some sort of little lag in the conversation where you've run out of things to say and you guys are just standing there kind of awkwardly next to each other, mm-hmm. you know, trying to go on to your next destination. That's kind of where you pull out your uh, fun fact about yourself. Mm-hmm. Ours being the podcast, obviously, that helps big time. Um, like, life is so much easier now that we have this podcast yeah. With in those situations because awkward moments are not. People always can, like, just, even if they don't really care, they can just, like, feed, they know what to say. <laughs> yeah. It's not making anything awkward about it. They're just saying, hi, I have a podcast. Hi, I have a podcast. And, and they just subscribe like, and give us a five-star review <laughs> on iTunes. Please. <laughs> and then usually that kickstarts a whole other, uh, hopefully kickstarts in a whole other conversation, too. But, you know, maybe save that for another day if you yes. need to. Um, but yeah, but anyways, thank you for the families that came out. Uh, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, speaking of families, we had the younger siblings on our podcast for a full interview. Yeah, absolutely. Electric interview. Um, our, the first time we've had a siblings back pocket podcast, um, interview, which was fantastic. Um, Rory, uh, my younger sister and Matt, AI's younger sister, brother, Cut that, sorry. He's he's a brother. He's a boy. He's a boy. He identifies as a male. <laughs> he does. Yes. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, unfor- sorry. That was big disjustice or injustice to that. But it's, it's anyways, okay. uh, fantastic interview with them. Uh, Rory tells a story uh, in the interview that I didn't even know happened. Yeah, both those childhood stories, I didn't really remember that story either, the one he was telling about me. Um and my friends, and then the story you just said didn't remember. It's so funny that, like, the, the stories you remember about everyone because so sometimes that you just don't remember them. Yeah. And, and then they're like, oh, no way, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Rory spilling the beans, uh, my big dark secret that I have a temper. Uh, sorry, I have no off switch. Um, yeah. either I lack a cruise button, um, you know, so that's fine. And the only thing that I get mad about uh, is video games. So, mm-hmm. in my defense, that's totally fine. Uh, another new thing that we have to start doing, uh, so we did two roses and a thorn, you'll hear that. Um, so, we have to do an alert when uh, you just blurt it out, Andrew, when I start to ramble. So, we're going to get better. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get better. Gotcha. Because uh, so Matthew was had said you need to correct that. Yeah, so Matt said I need to get better at not rambling. Or what did he say, rambling? Or what was the, I forget what he used as his word, but. Yeah, it was something like when you're asking a question or something, sometimes you you lead them in too far. With yeah, the well, what. Yeah, something like that. You walk them in too far. But, yeah. Or well, just when we're talking here, yeah. just I need an alert and I need you to just say it and they'll be like, okay, we'll okay. get better. It's usually our trapping the puck, but. It, that, it that's is, kind but of a like, mutual thing. it's a mutual thing for us, but like, mm-hmm. now we can like, just make it known to our listeners, like, yeah. hey, Declan's getting better, or Declan's is like, really sucking at, like, not doing well, you know, we, it's gonna be a great learning opportunity, I hope. Agreed. And, um, you know, we're, we've got a lot of stress to deal with, and you'll quickly learn that, uh, my younger brother does not have much stress going on, so please enjoy this interview, and hopefully you become less stressed. Today we've got a special guest. Actually, we have two special guests. We got a little younger sibling podcast interview. So we have Matthew, my younger brother. How's it going? And we have Rory, Declan's younger sister. Hey. Um, let's just how how was your travels to get here? Because we got you guys here live. 
One's coming from Wisconsin. One's coming from San Diego. Yeah. Matthew, we'll start with you. Yeah, my travels were pretty easy. Three-hour drive from uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Ooh. Stopped at Panera. Pretty solid. Oh, okay. What'd you get? Uh, Mom picked you up, right? Yep. Nice. Love pretty it. easy uh, three-hour drive. Listen to a couple podcasts. Really? Didn't listen to the back pocket. I'm all caught up on that, so I didn't have to listen Thank to the back pocket. Thank you, by the way. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And Rory, uh, your first experience with Sun Country. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A pretty average flying company there, you know, Sun Country based right here in St. Paul, too. Really? That's what pretty, Yeah, you know, they were pretty cool. I liked them, though, because none of the other companies had the right times for flights, and, you know, Sun Country, they got me. They knew it was the Tommy Johnny's. So I they, see right here that your first bag is $25. Did they get you on that? I didn't have to bring a bag. I nice. just brought carry-on, That's so fantastic. didn't have to. I'm used to Frontier, where you have to pay for that. Okay. So, okay. Would you consider yourself mm-hmm. more savvy in the airport than Declan? Uh... Probably. I think about everyone was. Declan has gotten some some significant improvements in his life. So a little breaking news for you. I know uh, we haven't traveled together in quite some time, (laughs) um, but I've gotten a lot better. Um, So I I get through TSA without any catches. You know, they're not catching. They're not trying to tell me to. Uh, empty my water bottle and go back through, or tell your Barbasol shaving, <laughs> bring it up bar- full uh, Barbasol shaving cream bottle, yeah. toothpaste. You know, I'm following all the rules now, so um, just something that I let you know. Uh, so you know, let's go ahead and begin our show as we always do, uh, Matt. I know you're very familiar. Um, in average quality, so you know, Andrew and I, very average dudes, uh, we balance each other out pretty well. Um, so Matt, with that being said, what's your average quality? Uh, yeah, my average quality is definitely when pe- when people ask me to get things to them, I'm very average at getting it to them. Like Andy, we had just taken a trip uh, to Wyoming, and he, he he texts me. He's like, "Hey, can you send me the pictures that you took out there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure, I'll get it to." I think I got a, I got a text from him two weeks later saying, "Hey, are you ever going to send me those uh, send me those yeah, pictures?" I have, four weeks. I have yet yet to do that, and I've yet to send the same pictures to my cousin who uh, texted me again last week, and I. I recently remember that I have yet to do that, so I'm pretty average at uh, okay. getting one, back to people. One may say below average. Yeah, may, Andrew, may say Andrew below average. Say hey, I, get it, I get it to the people, so I feel like I'm, I'm at least average. Okay, okay. so mm-hmm. I struggle with this. Um, I started doing this thing where I put reminders on my phone for like the stupidest things, like uh, email this person in the morning or text this person. Um, uh, my girlfriend, Sierra, she'll be on the show later. Uh, at some point, she's been begging to get on. She'll have many things to complain about. We've been uh, begging me. her to get on. Yeah, we've been begging her to get on, to be yeah. honest. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm also bad at that. I'd say. Yeah. I'm also below average. Uh, Rory, average quality. Uh, actually, just keeping in mind with the airport today, I'm very average at when you see multiple lines, picking the one that's going to go the quickest. Mm. Very average at that. And I mean average in that. I will never pick the fastest line. But I'm not necessarily going to be in the slowest line, but, wow, multiple times today was not speeding through those security lines. Yeah, so TSA, close. you see, this is what I like to see. I, I look for the demographic. You have to. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a key source for victory. So you see um, the two lines, and you got an elderly couple and maybe some children. Hell no. Hell no. You, you look, the, you look to the right. Yeah. And with all due respect, the Asian community are super efficient. Absolutely, it's hands down. They are super efficient through Couldn't TSA. Agree Couldn't yeah. agree more. They know that the, the proper shoe wear. They know the laptops need to be out. They're just mm-hmm. efficient. And you, if you see that on one in one lane, 
that's the lane you're taking. And you know, yeah. I, for me, like, I'm kind of like a go against the social norm thing. So, you know, they actually hire TSA guys to like, hey, this this line over here is shorter. You should go over there, you know. I never listen to them because I don't think they're right. And so, because, you know, they're shoveling 20 people over there because, you know, people are moseying over there. Mosey. listening yes. to these TSA guys. And so I'm always trying to get the, the winning edge. I don't get the winning edge. I have this, a very similar struggle yeah. myself. So, speaking of struggles, uh, thorns, okay. rose, two roses in the thorn. That's a big part of our show, is our two problem. roses in the yeah, thorn. Absolutely. Um, this could be a little tricky, because I know you don't know me that well, <laughs> but I would like to ask you if you um, have two roses in the thorn of, so far, your uh, initial reaction, gut reaction. To, okay. Well, a definite rose I noticed is your Crocs. I know the people yes. listening can't hear it, but... Mm-hmm. He's got some great Crocs on. This is on. Bad Podcasting, one of our great segments on the show. Yeah, yes. Definitely a great With a gibbet. rose right there. Oh, yeah. And then I think another rose is I think you have a good podcast voice, and the podcast mm-hmm. listeners can hear that. And I'd like to let my listeners know, not in a great face for a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. Yeah. How about a thorn? You can feel free. Um, I don't know if this is you, but I have to say this podcast room is a little toasty. Ooh. Mm. That's well played. That's thorn, yeah. This That's room, okay, This room is wicked hot. Yeah, so the den it always treats us, you know, no matter what, good or bad. Uh, if it's if it's uh, nighttime and it's summer, it's still going to be hot. If it's uh, in the middle of winter, back in February when we first started this podcast, uh, yeah, it's going to be cold. So there's really no in-between. Never a good uh, temperature. Yeah, absolutely. We apologize. Yeah. Uh, Matt, two roses and a thorn for me. Uh... Two roses. Uh, you know, you bring the goofiness to the table. You know, when, when Declan speaks, people listen because you're probably going get to a, get a laugh out of Declan. Uh, he's a pretty funny guy. No one sports knowledge is definitely there. I seem to remember last year around this time, I believe it was November, you were talking all about Trap Month. Trap mm. Month. Trap Month. You had the sports knowledge. I think there was three upsets on that day alone. Three Trap games. I mean, the sports knowledge definitely there. Uh, one form, though. With the podcast, sometimes you ramble a little bit. You know, I'm I'm a pretty consistent marketing intern for the podcast. I'd consider myself the top marketing intern oh. at Wisconsin Stevens Point. Okay, okay, good uh, save. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, sometimes you ramble a little bit. You go off topic, but but you know, that's that's probably your one fault. Some areas for improvement. Yes, yeah. and you exactly. know, I'd say thank you. Do you have anything to contribute? Rory, about Declan, a thorn maybe, maybe a thorn. You know, a thorn that I just think of is. He's got a temper. You wouldn't think, but he does have a temper. And our house actually has a lot of holes in the drywall Mm. from times of his temper coming out a little bit, throwing things at the wall. From? From controllers, a nice flip phone one time, a (laughs) fist, I'm pretty sure. So. But but what's it from? I'm not mad about something real. Oh, Xbox. Always Xbox. Only Xbox. I hear you have a, a younger brother who's even mm-hmm. more into Xbox than Declan, oh, potentially. Yeah. Oh, the for program sure. Around. Uh, currently, so uh, I just want to, you know, little ramble here, Matt. I think this might be worth your time. So my brother Aiden, uh, he's coming up soon. We're absolutely going to get him on the podcast. If you think I'm goofy, Aiden is about equally as goofy as I am. So I, he uh, he won a part in uh, on Fiddler, Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. I want to call it Fiddler's Cream, but it's Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. And he won the starting job, and Rory and I can attest, Aiden, uh, he, he was supposed to watch the movie, he was supposed to study the character, he didn't, and he nailed it, because he's just a natural talent, kids got it. So nice. I sent him a picture of the actor, and another bad podcasting saying you can see, uh, this is who Aiden's playing. Okay. And uh, 
he read receded me, so I said, Aiden, are you kidding me? I read receded, and he's like, I'm in the middle of a game of Tetris. Uh-huh. And so oh, Aiden, point, Aiden's though. not going to respond to my text. He's going to play some Tetris, Tetris, so that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, his, that's his move. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so trapping the puck on our favorite segment. And moving on. Um, so, not to brag, but I absolutely love being the second oldest mm-hmm. sibling. How awesome is it having an older brother and younger siblings? It's great. I do think that I am considered the favorite. Yes. In the scheme of the whole family, because you got the older brother who, you know, will make mistakes and he's really upfront about it, gets in trouble for it. I can just fly under the radar based off of that. And, you know, I like it because then when he's gone too, I can rise to power as the oldest who's not really the oldest. So. I do agree. I'm glad that you see that point. Yep. I, I share that same experience. My older brother left, and then I became the king, so to speak, of the, exactly. the siblings, of one sibling. You have two young, three? Three under three. me. So five total. Five. five total, yeah. It's crazy. But having just one to rule over, is it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Declan, do you have any questions for Madge? Oh, of course. Uh so, you know, speaking of the whole uh, child placement deal, Matt, how much does it suck to be uh, the youngest? You know, it doesn't suck. <laughs> you think, oh, he's the youngest, he gets bullied and everything. But, uh, you know, it's nice being the youngest. You get two, ex- I get two examples ahead of me. You know, I got, you know, I learned from the mistakes of my older brothers. You got um, double the mistakes. Double the mistakes, mm-hmm. but also double the successes. Um, I would definitely say Andy is probably a golden child in the family. Whoa. Uh, probably the favorite. It's okay. It's like, it's just a reality. Uh, just a reality. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've learned from, from him, and uh, and I've learned from my oldest brother, too, and I think I, I like being the youngest in the family. And then, you know, when everyone leaves, I get to be king of the desert out there and uh, and hang out by myself. I think it's kind of cool having the house to yourself. Yeah, so can you, can you go into a little more detail about that? Uh, how, so when Andrew left for St. Thomas, and you're, you're the only guy in the house, you know, did the house feel a little more empty? Uh, like, how, how was that experience for... Two years, right? It's two years? Three uh, years? Only a Three year. Years. I had it I had it by myself for a year. Just a year? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I liked it, personally. Okay. It was a little more lonely at first. You know, Andy's not around. No one to, you know, sit on our laptops to play Pokemon with. But uh, A lot of Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. Uh, but, you know, I liked it. I thought I, I thrived in the moment. I, I would say I, I had a good time. Um, it was nice. You know, my mom didn't have to cook for as many people, so she typically cooked a little bit more. And when we did eat out, it was completely my choice. Um, and I did learn from Andy to just make that decision Pick quick. But when Andy was around, he was picking that choice because he didn't like the, the limbo, let's make a decision. He was making that choice. So he left. I got to make my own decisions. On, you know, mm. We're having sushi once, once a week. Wow. So, it must yeah. be nice. It was nice. Yeah. Living the high life over here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have, I mean, you just uh, referred to Andrew here, of course. Um, do you have any, what's your favorite story, childhood story with Andrew? Um, what is your favorite childhood story? Favorite childhood story. I got a lot of stories. Uh, Andy and I were pretty good friends. Here. Howdy. Hey, friend of the program. I just want to say good luck, guys, tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, Seriously. P.I. Appreciate good it. After, right? Appreciate yes. it. I'm going to pick up Dad. Okay. Uh, one love. Take care. Nice to meet you. Nice That's my older brother. Yeah, that, was, that was P.I., another sibling. Yes. Um, so that's great. Uh, Mark's also joining so us. So we got... How are we doing? We've got a great question here, Mark. Yeah. Matthew's about to come up with a story of me as a child. Nice. Yeah, so uh, we got a lot of stories, me and him. Um, but one that I remember uh, pretty vividly was uh, 
He was in probably elementary school because you were playing park district baseball for the Tigers. Yeah, was it B's? No, or? I think it was majors because you were playing yeah. on the big field. I, okay. I seem to remember. And, so uh, that means I'm in like fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah. Big shot. So, um, yeah. For some reason, I was hanging out with, with his buddies, mm-hmm. Kerr, who is, I would say, Declan. Similar, very similar. One of similar. my Declan-ish friends of he's, he's the high school Declan. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. So, for some reason, I was hanging out with his buddies, and one of his, one of his friends, uh, Casey, was like, hey, uh, yo, uh, and he told you who you liked, right? I was like, yeah, Emily Peck. And then Casey looks at me and goes, ha! I didn't know who he liked, and I had totally just ruined for Andy in front of all his friends. His crush. And I actually told him who his crush was. I was mortified. Mortified. I, I, I had a little bit of a panic moment, like, oh shit, <laughs> Andy's gonna be pissed. I wanted to come out of the dugout and... Yeah, he, he was not happy oh, with yeah. me. He was not happy, because I think his, you know, his friend was going through the dugout, like, oh, I know who you like now, and I was just sitting in the back, like, oh, crap. <laughs> I, just, I just told him, and now everyone's gonna know. And you're, like, second grade. Uh, yeah, I was freaking <laughs> <laughs> Second grade gossip leak, dude, right? Dude, I, I thought I was gonna be in all this trouble, and, you know, he wasn't happy with me for, like, a couple days, but, you know, he got over it. Yeah, I probably made up. you get me something yeah, once a day or yeah. something. So, yeah. He was my Sherpa Quite for a story. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, back to you, Rory. Do you have a favorite story of Declan as a child? Um, when Declan and I were little, we had a little bit of a power struggle, I'd say. You know, like, he'd fight me, I'd fight him back. It mm-hmm. was kind of like we were really battling of who could be the oldest, strongest child of the family of seven. So one I just always remember is I got this really cool mechanical pencil when I was in, like, I don't maybe, like, first kindergarten, and... I was in a good mood, and I was like, you know, I'm going to bury the hatchet. I'm going to give Declan this pencil. Like, I really like this mechanical pencil, but hey, he's been cool to me today. So I gave this pencil to him, and, you know, a day goes by, and I wake up next morning. I'm like, oh, crap, what did I just do? Like, I want that pencil. That was a cool pencil. So we're, like, getting ready for school, and, like, take keep in mind, we have, like, kids. So, like, my mom has kids who are... A you know, baby. Walk, walk through the beginning of, like, the, what, 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, seven, everyone okay, wakes yeah. up and, like, we're going, man. Yeah, and so we got probably an infant there. There's probably, like, a one-year-old and then, like, a three-year-old Aiden, which is basically, like, ten kids and one kid. Yes. And then you got me and Declan over here, and I go up to him, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, crap, I need that mechanical pencil. So I go into his backpack, and I take it, and I was like, oh, got my pencil back, like, he won't even notice. And he was like, what the heck? Why are you taking my pencil? So I was like, oh, crap. So he grabbed it from me, and I was like, I never gave it to you. You just took it from me. And Declan, you know how we mentioned a temper before? My mom's over here with, like, three kids, takes the pencil, he's like, you want the pencil? Stabs it into my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Through my shirt. I get, like, probably wasn't that bad, but, like, oh, I, I had him. Like, I could just, one scream, and my mom would yes. be right over there, so. I screamed, and I was like, Declan literally just stabbed blood into my stomach. I think I'm going to die now, and if you want to know who got the pencil, it was me. You got your pencil. <laughs> got the pencil. <laughs> so, for the record, I don't remember that story <laughs> at all. When I when you said uh, I took the pencil and you were, like, saying stabbing, I was thinking back to the story when I got mad, um, when I couldn't, you know, when you had those timetables? And you're writing out the math uh, stuff, yeah. and you had to complete oh, yeah. a certain time. I didn't get it one time. I just stabbed a pencil into a stool. 
That was a bad day. <laughs> you were always breaking you, like, one of your home stools. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a southern comfort, thing. like nice, southern living. Leather, yeah. like. I apologize. I did not remember that story. That's, that's out of control. So, no, that was like that's a long me. time ago. That was like a long time ago, but I just that's thought I'd share nice that one. Just to, It displays how we were really back and forth for some time. One more story I'd love to hear. Declan has this written down here. I don't know the background of this. Why does Declan have a scar on his forehead? That's so funny, because I actually don't know. When I heard that question, I was like, that's a good question. I feel like it has something to do with him, like, falling in the shower or something, but... No, that's a different scar. Okay. That's my chin. Our family falls in the shower a lot. I think we got a lot of scars from hey, that. also fall in the shower. <laughs> that's a good story. But, uh, um, I think... So, I don't know the official story either. I was I asked the question to see if you knew it. Okay. Um... Allegedly, I was running away from you at our old house in, like, Oregon, and mm-hmm. I was looking away and looked back and just ran right into the corner oh. and just split it. That's yeah. so yeah. funny because right I have a scar in my head. When I pushed you into the The bed. reverse. I was running, tripped. I thought I pushed you. Back of your head? I didn't. Into the memory. You might have. Into the Our bed. dad told me you pushed me, but I I thought I just tripped, but yeah. who knows. I might have played it, it off as you pushed play. me. Who knows? You have a scar. I do. I do. Uh, show I show all of our marketing interns your scar. Yeah, well, I can't really show it to them. It's a podcast, but... Uh, well, you can. You know. Um, it's right here. Yeah, it's I, deep. I, uh, I fought a bear, I like to say, at least. No, you didn't. No. I was, I was about, what, six at the time, sleeping on my grandma's couch. Parents were out of town. And uh, we had to go to a family party, so my grandma woke me up. I got off the couch, took about four steps, and fell smack down onto a set of stairs. And, uh, gushing blood. I don't remember crying at the time, so, you know, tough guy. Uh, No, you weren't actually. I was crying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was toughing it out, and uh, I did cry once in the emergency room because I had to pee really bad. Mm. That's a reasonable excuse. No, yeah. completely acceptable. They were putting putting the stitches in, and I had to pee, so I, I did cry. But, uh, yeah, that's my, my cool story about mm-hmm. my scar. Mm-hmm. Well, so that was uh, talking scars with the guys in the back pocket. Yes, um, so, you know, all these stories, um, you know, all these memories we have are from when we were little. And now look at us. We're all in college. Uh, Matt, your first year. Rory, your second year, sophomore at USD. And, Matt, you had mentioned at Stevens Point. Um, so Matt, you know, when I think about my first year, um, you know, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is weight. So, um, where are you at with that? Um, have you lost any weight due to stress? You know, if, if you know me personally, I'm not a very stressed out guy. Um, Mm. I, you know, the most stressful thing is probably in my life, at least is probably when the Steelers go for it on fourth down. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really that, that stressed, so I have not lost any weight. Okay, um, have you gained any weight? Have you ever heard of the Freshman 15? I have heard of the Freshman 15, and uh, I don't believe, I haven't gained any weight so far, I did, I did my weight today, body mass index, all that today, and uh, I have not gained or lost any weight. Okay, um, good. So What's your body mass index? Yeah. Body mass in my, um, I can look it up on my phone real quick if you want. Okay. Okay. Overweight, uh, underweight? Average? Average. I think you're, you're pretty average to me. With the my uh, my BMI, it says it's 24.8. Now, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Average. Average? Not overweight. Cool. Cool. 
Cool. So I think 25 is overweight. Ooh. Technically. I'm 13% body fat. Is that, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Would it not? No, that's, yeah, right. that's really good. You're healthy, dude. How about how about hydration levels? What I'm at 63% water. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. All right, sounds good. It's I just want to know if I'm hydrated or not. You know, I can't be dehydrated. Always hydration station. Um, Rory, you are a second year of college. Yeah. Congrats on completing your first year. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you're a couple weeks into your second year. Do you feel like you're smarter? I do, actually. I actually do my readings this year. I got a 95 on my Latin test today before coming here. I feel a lot smarter, at least more, like, worldly. Okay. <laughs> okay. And had, has that gotten you to the point where you figured out what you want to do with your life? Because those questions are coming. Um, I think, well, I know I'm majoring in political science. Okay. But I don't, I think I want to be a lawyer, so we'll see if I can get through these years at USD. Okay, well, if you guys, uh, speaking to both of you, that's a high expectations. Um, Matt, what, what's your major? I never ask. Uh, wildlife ecology. Mm, okay. Yes. Not a lawyer. Not a lawyer. Okay. That's awesome. Well, regardless of your majors, uh, we have a few uh, hardball, curveball, and softball questions. Uh, these are questions that Andrew and I will rattle off to you or give advice, basically. More advice than More questions. More advice than yeah. questions. Um, you know, stuff that you probably should take with you. Uh, given that Andy and I are uh, four-year vets, same with Mark. Yes. Um, so, a couple hardball things: uh, go to class and uh, get a meal plan. Get a meal plan. Uh, get raise your hand in class. Show that you're an active participant because half half the battle is winning the teacher over. Mm-hmm. Say you're at that A minus, and or you're at the B plus, and you want that A. If they like you, they're going to give you the A. Yeah. Are you in like big lecture halls? Is Stevens Point a big school? Um, the biggest I have. I have about a hundred kids in one of my in, in my natural resources class, okay. but we also have a different like branch off class of that where there's like fifteen kids. So. Okay, so you'll you'll be able to, your teacher will at least know who you are. Yes, build a relationship regardless of if you like or not. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to come of it. Curveball questions, Andrew. Yeah, uh, you curveball. So this is you know swing may miss, but bring your number two pencils out there because I I personally don't use mechanical pencils or even a pen. This is my Jack Doomer tidbit of the day. Always use a number two pencil and bring yourself a little pencil sharpener. And to that I say, definitely do that, mm-hmm. even though I don't. Um, another thing, uh, start an affiliate podcast um, uh, at your university and then uh, interview the president. Speaking of which, we have a soon-to-be-interviewed part two President Solvent coming this next week. Yeah, so... Uh, Looking forward, after this Monday, um, we will have a new podcast coming out with President Sullivan, our rec- uh, a famous, our famous, most famous recurring guest yes. at this point, I would argue, um, and that's going to be an electric interview. Really going to get into the nitty gritty back pocket questions. We do, we don't know our stats on each podcast. We have no idea how many listeners we have, how many marketing interns are truly out there, but we do know that. President Sullivan interview is the best one. Yeah, by far. Yes, the most listened to at least. Yeah, and that's what we think. Softball questions, Andrew. Yes, uh, softball. That you don't have to take these, but they're they're toss up, and you can easily knock these out of the park. Go to Nacho Bingo because there's free stuff there. That's like a guarantee. You always go to Nacho Bingo whenever that's happening on campus. Right. You guys are looking at us like, what the hell is I've Nacho Bingo? I've never heard of that. So, what do you guys do at USD? Like any like fun, weird things? Like they 
like the student government will put out there, and you're like, I'm never gonna go to that. Oh, we got Torero Tuesday. So tell me if you even know what a Torero is, first of all. Okay, so let's go ahead. So we do another segment on this show where okay. we uh, say out a word. And we have to, uh, figure, out to figure out what it means. Okay. So you know what a Torero is. I correct? do. So don't tell us yet. I won't. Uh, so we're all gonna go ahead and guess what a Torero is. Andrew, would you like to start? Yes, uh, Torero. I'm thinking creature. I'm thinking animal. I'm thinking it's a uh, it's a type of marmot. It's got four. <laughs> it's got four legs. It's good call. All right, you're up, Mesh. I was thinking it was something more like on, on the pizza side of things, on the food side, like calzone, some sort of uh, type of pizza. I don't know. I thought food. I thought food. Right. Okay. 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 Um, Torero. Um, I'm thinking like a. Oh God, I don't want to get like racist, but like a Latino person. <laughs> Their community. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna think like like a, a Legend blue... of Zorro type thing. Sorry. Yeah, fair enough. I'm gonna think like a bird, like a blue bird, mm-hmm. yellow bee. Animal. We're on the same page. Yeah. 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 Marmot, bird, Torero. I'm 100 percent with Madge here. It's food. I'm going. It's a Mexican place. Burrito, Taco Tuesday, Torero Tuesday, burrito. All right. Okay. So what is a Torero? So. Torero is the USD mascot. Uh. Diego Torero, a bull rider. It is a Latino oh, man. Animal. Oh, nice. hey! Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all like, wow, he just stepped into the racial boundaries. It, is, <laughs> it is. Look at me. It's, so it's a bull uh, rider. Yeah, it's our mascot. He's really kind of weird looking, too. He's, like, he's pretty creepy looking, but okay. it is our mascot. And so Torero Tuesday, they just supply a bunch of free food. Okay. Okay, sweet. We really should. I mean, it's Tommy Tuesdays. We, Tommy, the mascot. We really should have put two two. How do you not know what, yeah. what their mascot was? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I have a Saint Tom or a San Diego Torero, and I always see the Legend of Zorro guy on it, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so, so I said and Latino you know the man. The riders who hold up the <laughs> yeah, the like, little red cape. Yeah, away. that's so you didn't yeah. have like zero idea what. No, I had like a twenty percent. He had a little bit of an cheap. insight. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'll give him the <laughs> The look on his face when he released those words were they were questionable. Yeah. Just water right away. yeah. Um, so our final softball question um, before we get our, to our homework assignments um, is to actually speaking of homework assignments is to uh, don't buy your books until you have to. So books are the biggest fraud um, that exists on a college campus. Um, co- like. From an author standpoint, you sell books um, to steal money. Essentially, um, they make new editions every year and change like one thing and charge two hundred bucks for it. And you guys are going to see it. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, but just don't buy them until you have to do the first homework assignment. It's just reality. It's just reality. It's just reality. Yeah. And speaking of homework assignments, we have one for you guys. This was Declan's baby, so I'll let him expand yeah, upon it. I'm full behind this, so if you guys can take part. Please do. Yeah, so uh, this is uh, being recorded on Friday, uh, Tommy Johnny Eve, as most people know it. Um, so, Matt, I know you had said earlier uh, you were a big-time marquee intern. Rory, I also know you are a big marquee intern. Uh, I have uh, just you know, one homework assignment for both of you. I want you to to go around to everyone that you see, everyone that looks approachable, shake their hand, give them a hug, something of the sort, and say, uh, sir or ma'am, have you ever listened to the Back Pocket Podcast? And, you know, they're hopefully going to say yes, they have a nice conversation with them. If not, then you go ahead and educate them on it and tell them how great it is. Um, you tell them where to subscribe on iTunes, and you send them on their way with a smile on your face. And I'd really like to see that. 
Um, you know, maybe get some. I know, Rory, you're going to be in the student section, which is a major word of mouth area. It's a hot spot. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a couple back pocket chants. Um, I know back pocket's like seven syllables too many. For back, back pocket. Back pocket. So, so that's a good example. Yeah, so that's a great okay, example. You're going to have a lot of drunk college kids that rally behind you on that. If I hear, I will say it now. I know a lot of people aren't going to know this now, but if I hear back pocket chance, I'll do a little devil sentence. You guys know. Mm -hmm. Got the message. Matt, same thing for you. Um, I definitely need you to start a back pocket chant. Because yeah. I know you're in the adult section, correct? Oh, yeah. So you're, yeah, so. Inform them. Yeah. Got it. Inform them. Uh, I need you. I need you crazy, man. I need you. At, I, minimum, I got your back. at minimum, we need a poster. Maybe paint your chest. Yeah. At minimum. Okay. I would like to say that your marketing internship has has uh, really opened some doors for me Okay. In, in the marketing world. I am the official uh, manager marketing uh, man for uh, an up-and-coming rapper. Uh, is this a plug right here? This is a plug. Okay. Uh, okay. His name is Easy Eye. That's E-A-S-Y dash I. Where can you find him? Check him out on SoundCloud. Just okay. look up Easy Eye SoundCloud on Google. You'll find him. Up-and-coming guy. He's creating a nice little clan. They're calling the Gyps. They're, they got an album coming out real soon. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so check them out on SoundCloud because that's my job. i got to market them a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nice. He's well, pretty good. I'm glad clan. you have now two different uh, groups of people under your wing. Um, but, yeah, just, I mean, there's, it's going to be so easy, Matt, to take the reins on a bunch of 40-year-old moms and dads that are just so excited for this game. So use that energy to the best of your ability. Please. And, uh, I think you guys can maximize this opportunity. So yeah, thank you. Uh, in advance. Of course. Uh, now wrapping up the podcast because we know it's getting really hot in here because Steve walked in and Steve creates a lot of body heat. Um, <laughs> but moving right along, we're going to finish up with our final two questions. Uh, famous person you've met and what did you learn today from the time that uh, you woke up to when we're recording this podcast? So we'll start with you, Rory, um, a famous person that you have met. Um, Demarius Thomas. I met him at the golf course I work at and... He came in, he was like, oh, I need myself a golf outfit. Can you get me a little outfit here? And I was like, yeah. So I picked out an outfit for him. So that was Oh, you got a real cool. interaction. That's really cool. Yeah, we're going to go. Oh, okay. They all, I have a lot of Yeah, Rory, you kind of have like seven or eight real interactions with like all of Colorado's athletes. Like yeah, Aqib Tlaib, tell him about how good, of, oh, yeah. how, good of a, how good of a golfer is Aqib Tlaib. Oh, he's great. He, I don't even, I think he came, I think he drunk drove to the golf course this is a week before he um, shot himself in the leg also at a bar. And, you know, allegedly. He, <laughs> allegedly. And, yeah, he's just a he's Do a you guy. think if you would have stepped in and said, hey, excuse me, sir, I think you may have been drinking, <laughs> may have helped him not shoot himself in the leg a week later? <laughs> uh, is this your know. fault? This is your fault? <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess it could be seen as my fault. Yeah. But, <laughs> Oh, well. We'll grow from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. We can, we can get better. It's okay. Exactly. And, uh, Madge? Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have an inter I didn't talk to him, but, uh, about a year ago, I was coming home from the Steeler game with, uh, my dad. It's, it's super early in the morning. I think our flight left at, like, 5.15, so, you know, it's, it's real early. We're boarding the plane. Tiny little regional jet. Maybe two, two seats on one side, one on the other. Who's sitting in first class? They have first class at this plane. I didn't know how. Who's sitting there wearing all Lakers gear? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I am not kidding you. Samuel L. Jackson is sitting there. And I look at my dad. I was like, hey, that, that's Samuel L. Jackson. And, and he's like, oh, you should you know, take a picture of him or vlog with him. I'm a vlogger. I used to be a vlogger. Retired vlogger. 
Um, and uh, he, I look at him, and he looks pissed. He is, like, sitting there just, like, he wants to knock someone out super early in the morning. He does not look like he wants to be there. does not look like he wants to talk to any fans. Um, but he's so rocking I, a Kobe jersey. He's, you know, he's rocking a, a Lakers jumpsuit. Okay. All black with the Lakers logo on the on the jacket and the pants. Matching, um, but like completely matching. Matching. Like he was getting ready to go out on the court. He thing. looked like he was gonna go, go get ready for for warmups. But uh, yeah, that was my uh, my scene of Samuel L. Jackson. I I liked it not to take a selfie with him or talk to him because I thought he might be a little upset with me. Okay, respect. Okay, understandable. And now we'll finish this podcast. This is always a tough question. It's become more and more of a tough question as we've uh, asked it. For some Evolved reason. into a tough question. Yes. Somehow. Somehow. Um, what did you learn today? We'll start with you, Matthew. What did I learn today? Yes. Um, I learned today that if I were to wake up and lay in my bed all day doing absolutely nothing, I would burn 2,004 calories. <laughs> You're kidding. That's Not lot. kidding. Yeah. Isn't the daily recommended 2,000? Um, no, that's so that would be my minimum intake of what I have to take in because if I were to do nothing all day, I would burn 2,004 calories. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, and then, like, Plus, you're, like you're saying, Andrew, like the average person takes in, was supposed to eat around 2,200. Yeah, it day. says it on the bottom. So you burn over 80% of that, yeah. which is insane. Right, by just doing nothing. By, by doing, doing literally nothing. Brain, yeah. brain it's pretty good. Nice. All right, uh, Rory. What did you learn? Uh, I learned more of a life lesson, actually. It kind of ties in with the curveball to bring a number two pencil, because on my test today, I only had a pen, and I was writing, had to scratch things out. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. Probably pissed my professor off, so always bring a number two pencil to your class. Not to mention it's in a dead language, so the exactly. ones that read scratched out dead language. Nobody. And yeah, so I did learn a huge life lesson today. Ticonderoga. And that concludes our podcast. Thank you guys so much for having us on. Thank you. Having, having oh, us having, on. Thanks for allowing thanks. us to have you on. Having you on. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. That was an awesome interview. I absolutely loved interviewing our younger siblings. They are, it's just funny. They're probably looking at us like we're a bunch of goofballs. <laughs> we're supposed to lead them, guide them on the, the, their journey. Yeah. And, right. uh. We're just, we just have a podcast. Maybe maybe we do. Maybe I think we do. There are some instances where we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, but there are definitely instances where they kind of look up to us, and you know maybe their fun fact that they tell other people is, uh, my brother has a podcast. Um, we would hope that is the case. Yes. Um, but we also want to just thank uh, we tasked Rory and Matt. Uh, we gave them a homework assignment, and they absolutely delivered on it. Yes. I think. Allegedly. Allegedly. They uh, delivered on it. We got some video footage. Yeah. Yes. Thank you to uh, Matt and Rory. Uh, So moving on, uh, we have, we're going to go ahead and finish finish the old podcast like we always do. Uh, What did we learn and a feel-good story? So, uh, Andrew, what did you learn? Sticking with the uh, Tommy Johnny uh, theme, you know, I learned quickly that playing football on a baseball field is difficult. It's... uh, the infield grass is a little bit thicker than the outfield grass. The dirt, obviously, it hurts. It's not like a soft landing by any means. Um, and it's just a, it's just three different variations of... Contours. Contours, yeah. And it's like... The outfield grass was fantastic. The infield grass, was gr- it was good, but it was obviously thicker. Yeah. And then baseball there are. So I learned that it's difficult. It's Yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, the thing that's people kind of forget about uh, 
baseball dirt is that it's like the finest grain dirt and it's the most compacted. And I just like ima- like imagine playing on that for our listeners mm-hmm. is like almost playing on concrete. I would argue. Yes. Um, just there's not a lot of give to it, and like when you look at baseball cleats too, like how those are able to cut into the dirt, like mm-hmm. they're razor sharp on the bottom. Yes. You obviously can't have razor sharp cleats. Uh, Some of them are metal. Team. Yeah, metal. Baseball cleats. Yes. Yeah. Um, like Kurt Schilling's bloody ink. That's what's come, that's what's from, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so what did you learn? Yeah, what did I learn? Uh, so I learned uh, that the sun is not a fraud. So, you know, there has been a lot of conversation um, in today's world. You know, we had the flat earthers, we have, and then we also have the sun truthers. And the sun truthers are all saying that they don't know if the sun's hot. And their argument is, is because space is cold. Why, if the sun is so hot, then why is space cold? Well, uh, I took this to my heat transfer teacher, Hopefully we get him on the podcast, John Abraham. John Abraham, one of the leading uh, researchers of um, global warming, and uh, he told us uh, in space uh, there's no air. You can't breathe in space. You have to be. You have to have an oxygen mask hooked up to you. So space is a vacuum. Um, heat cannot flow, or heat can flow three different ways: convection, conduction, and radiation. In order to have convection and conduction, you need material. And you also need, like, air or some sort of fluid. So, um, in space, you do not have any materials out there, obviously, besides, you know, like, all the planets and stuff. But Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have any air up there, so there's no way for the heat to be transferred uh, via convection or conduction. But you can translate it via radiation, which is like, have you ever, you know what infrared is? Yes. So, and you look through an infrared scope, and you see, like, the person's body heat, Mm -hmm. so that is radiation, that's infrared radiation, that's our body emitting, uh, basically heat waves, and so that's how the sun, uh, sun's heat gets to the earth, because the radiation hits on one side of the earth, and if the earth didn't rotate, then one side of the earth would be really, really hot, and the other side would be completely cold. Huh. Yeah, so that's why if the earth, when the earth rotates, it constantly keeps it heated. Gotcha. Yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah, so a little, little quinky dink. Oh, oh, that was a large quinky dink, and now our marketing interns, again, have gained quality knowledge. Yeah. Our, our marketing interns are not sun truthers. Yes. Yeah, put it that way. Let's hope. Um, and then we'll finish on a positive note. Uh, feel good story. This ma- just makes my heart warm when you got to get one of our best friends, Jeremy Molina, Lead the team in rushing yards. How many rushing yards? We're big stats guys. I believe he had 61, okay. so it wasn't like an absurd amount, but just did his job. He has this one play called poke, where he's the fullback, and they just fullback dive. It's, pretty, it's just a fullback dive, and Jerry just run, works his butt off. It's and, fantastic. And talk about a guy who was absolutely banged up. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, Jeremy, we'll cut that. Jeremy's very healthy. Yes. Um and, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, he's one of our good friends. He's a friend of the program. Oop, hurricane coming in. Uh, but Jeremy's one of our good friends, and, you know, we always like to poke fun at him and let everyone know that he's the fullback. So if we're at, like, the bars with Jerry or at a big party, you know, you got to get a Jeremy Molina chant. you got to get a fullback chant. you got to get a bullshit chant. you got to get a push-it chant. You know? Yes, the whole works. The whole, the whole works, um, and it's great to finally see... 
uh, you know, Jeremy really coming into uh, coming into his his uh, his position in his job. Yes, he's always done his job though. Let's put it that way. He's, he's just he's finally he got recognized in the game. Yeah, sixty-one rushing yards is a big deal. So, Jeremy, Jerry, great job. Proud of you, brother, um, and keep it up. And uh, we love you, and we love all of our marketing interns. Yeah, everyone, everyone else, just like Jeremy, uh, keep keeping it up. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. We have President Sullivan on next week. It's going to be out of control. We just sent her to the question list. Uh, we're interviewing her uh, this week, and uh, I hope you guys are ready for it. So take care and love you. Have a great week. I'm